Welcome to WW Meditation Minutes with me, David Burns, or as you'll see on the WW social at Yogi David. Up until this point, we've done some different styles of meditation, including Yoga Nidra for sleep and relaxation. We've done some techniques like labeling. We've talked about the ones and zeros of our body, that tension or relaxation within the body. Today, we're going to rewind a little bit and talk a little bit more about some of the basics around meditation. Over the years, I get questions like, how do I sit? Am I allowed to lay down? Where's the best place to do it? Does it have to be quiet in the place in which I meditate? Should my eyes be open or closed? We'll go through some of these questions and more, and hopefully this will help you settle more into your practice and bring you into deeper relaxation, deeper grounding. Taking a big breath in through the nose. Holding there. And letting go. One more time, taking a breath in through the nose. Holding. And release. Let's once again just touch on some of the benefits of doing a meditation. And as we've talked about, there are many types of meditation, but the thing they all have in common is that over time, they can help you lower your stress levels. And by releasing this physical tension held in the body, meditation can help us release worry. Worry is burdened and buried in the mind these vritti, the active monkey mind, and this easing of anxiety and stress can actually help you get deeper into a deeper and more restful sleep. It can change your perspective on the world around you. And you'll spend less time watching your life and instead being more sunk into and contributing and actually witnessing your life for what it is. Meditation is so powerful. It brings this sense of calm that enables us to respond to life events in a, in a measured way rather than reacting with our own built-in emotions and triggers. And so for the best results, to get these best results, you're best to build a regular meditation practice and put it into your daily routine. They don't have to be long. Even minutes a day at the beginning, if that's all you can do from a sit perspective, is to sit in that contemplation for a few minutes a day, you will see a world of change in your body and in your life. As time goes on, you can add more time and grow and grow 
into maybe 20, 30 minutes in a day of sit, which has such unbelievable power. So let's talk about some of these basics, some, some of the basic ideas around meditation and things to do. So one of the things you will want to do is to schedule time. You know, we all know it can be hard to find the time. I don't have time to meditate, right? But as I said, even five minutes, working your way to 20 and 30 minutes, there's always a way to squeeze that in. And putting it on the calendar will actually get you into this practice more and more and more. And if possible, it can be useful to meditate at the start of the day to help you set your intentions, right? Setting your intentions and getting your body into um, the right state of mind to make sure that you get the most out of your day. Setting that sankalpa, that I am statement, and having it be imprinted in your body as you move through the motions and flows of the day. And don't worry though, if it's not possible, you can always find time. Myself, I've done it in the car, obviously not while driving, but you know, before going into a meeting, I have gotten there early, I've got a little time, well, I might take 10 minutes and meditate. And how that impacts my meeting is dramatic. So just finding those windows, set aside time. If you miss the time, find a window very simple. Number two, find a comfortable place. Now, in reality, it might be in your car. It might be anywhere. But when you set your intention, try to set your intention in the same place every day and make it be a safe place to you. You don't need any special equipment. Just somewhere to sit that is comfortable and warm. You have some options. You might want to sit cross-legged on the floor, which is the traditional thing we visualize when someone's meditating. And there is some reasons for that, is you want to keep your back straight. Now, you could lay down. Laying down is an option. But in that lay down Shavasana posture, the likelihood of meditation turning to sleep is higher. Whereas if you sit, and you start to fall asleep, your body will, will catch you. Believe me, I have that happen a lot, where my body like, jerks awake because I'm about ready to fall. And that's the purpose of it, is to keep you in that in-between state of being conscious and unconscious. And that's where a lot of the beauty and the work and the calm comes from. You don't want to be slumped over, again, keeping that upright position. If you're uncomfortable with being on the floor, getting up and down is absolutely fine to sit in a chair. Absolutely fine. Just keeping that spine straight and trying to avoid laying down again. If it's the end of the day and we're doing yoga nidra, that's fine. Absolutely fine. Listen to your body. But find that comfortable place and use that same place every day as part of your intention. Again, if you miss it, Find some other place, some other time. Number three, bring mindfulness into meditation. You may have watched videos and, and been guided through different apps. 
And it can be helpful to bring this into your meditation at the beginning. But in reality, all you need is just yourself. Sitting, consciously watching the thoughts as they come, labeling as we talked about, giving it that label if that's something you need to do. This is worry. This is planning. This is stress. This is sadness. Don't give it much more thought than that. Just that label. And that is the mindfulness part of it. You will, over time, understand that that feeling, sadness, feels like this in the body. And that changes the way that you approach your days because you better understand yourself. Also, from a mindfulness perspective, feel around you. What does the floor feel like underneath your sit bones? What does that grounding sensation feel like? Do you feel like you're sinking? Do you feel heavy? This is a common feeling as you sink into the practice. Just heavy, connecting to Mother Earth. And by doing this, you might feel more connected with your body and less concerned with the thoughts, the vritti, the monkey mind in your head. Number four, start your meditation. When you're comfortable and centered, you can start meditating. My guru in India, Vishwaji, literally would say, now we meditate. That was it. Well, that's the direction we got. Now, that may be overly simple for us with the busy mind, but that really is it. Don't put a lot of thought into it. Sit with your eyes closed or open and to simply breathe. And you can say to yourself, breathing in. And then breathing out. Saying that in your mind, breathing in. And breathing out. Your aim is to focus on a circular breath. And sometimes these simple words in your head will help a lot just to keep that, that circular motion in play. Number five, the challenge of focusing the mind. It's important to remember that your wandering mind is a natural part of being human. It's also a natural part, obviously, of your meditation practice. So we may think that the Buddhist monk who's been meditating their entire life never has a thought and they only experience quiet as they meditate. That's not true. Thoughts come. They will always come. It's how you address the thought that is the practice. The thought comes in. What kind of energy are you going to give it? If you don't feed it and you give it its label and you let it go. 
the next thought comes. Same thing. You don't feed it. You give a label. I'm planning. And you watch it go. And what will happen over time is the length between those thoughts will increase. And the thought being present in your mind will decrease. But the thoughts will always come. Your body will always fight to maintain the I, the ego. And our mind is fighting against that. Hence why these thoughts come. And the longer you sit, sometimes your body will hit you with some pretty significantly big thoughts to get your attention. And this is also part of the practice and part of how you learn about you. So when you first start to meditate and your mind wanders, just simply congratulate yourself for noticing. I saw my thought and that thought was not me. I am the observer of the thought. I am not the thought. And you let it go. Number six, you start to get the hang of meditation. Mastering meditation, you know, it takes practice. That's why we call it a practice. And here's some ways to manage some of the difficulties you might, you might face. Now, here are some intruding thoughts. Right? These come and they, again, as I said, it's like your body is fighting for the attention. And it's okay to have these thoughts. It's part of being human. It's trying to keep you um, in the present moment in this particular consciousness. And your mind will wander and you do your labeling. Don't give it the energy and you let it go. So that's one of the challenges that'll come. Another thing to look at is just breathing naturally. It can be difficult to find the balance between focusing on a circular breath and breathing naturally when meditating. This is part of learning the technique. So it's important to be aware that this can be an issue. There's a right balance. An experienced meditator will just breathe naturally. But for me and for many, this circular breath just keeps you focused and keeps you, keeps you going. Another thing that happens, another challenge that comes is you start to judge yourself. I am not meditating very well. My mind is too busy today. I can't do it. I can't do it. These are thoughts that come. You begin to judge. I don't know what happened yesterday when I meditated. Everything seems so easy and so clear. And today I can't even get myself comfortable in my body physically, let alone my mind. This is okay. There is no right or wrong way to meditate. Taking the time is the important thing to sit and to try. And if anything, it gives you that ability as a witness to see where you're at. In yoga, 
sometimes we will do balance postures, a tree pose, let's say. And it's a great way to see where are you in this present moment. If you're swaying back and forth, well, the likelihood is that your mind isn't settled. So your body ends up emulating your mind. Some days you go to do a tree posture and it's perfect. You can stand on your one leg for, seems like forever. So it's a great way to judge. And the same thing happens during your meditation. Just don't judge it. You know, a meditation is filled with rising thoughts and a wandering mind is still a benefit. It still provides meditation to you. So don't judge it. Last thing I want to talk about is number seven, is how to bring your meditation to a close. It's important not to finish meditating too suddenly. I see this sometimes with people, A-type personality, um, see it a lot in yoga too. It's the class is done and you jump up, I'm done, let's go, need to go do my next thing. The end is as important as the beginning, which is as important as the middle. You need to take your time. Give yourself permission not to rush on with your day. Your day will be there, not going anywhere. Don't rush towards it. Take a few minutes to give yourself extra breaths to feel like you're ready, that you've come back truly to your body and that you're ready. And when you feel it's time to end, stop repeating the words or the mantra that you may have in your head and just focus on your breath and to stay in that same position that you may be in, whether it's a chair or on the floor, and just stay there with your eyes closed for a few minutes just until you come back. And once you feel ready, just gently open your eyes, stay seated for just a little bit longer or as long as you can and then carry on with your day. Ending, ending your meditation like this will give you a calm transition to the next part of your day, which we don't want to rush into. So here, that was some basics of um, meditation, um, some other tips that you can use. Feel free to experiment with those. If you have questions, you can reach out to me at Yogi David on the WW Network and um, let me know if you have any questions. I'll be happy to help you. But now, closing your eyes down, taking a big breath in through the nose. Holding, 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 and release. Hold, hold, hold. And bringing a breath in again. Holding that breath. And letting that go. at the end.
continue on your own as we prepare to sit for two minutes in meditation where you can practice some of these techniques. So finding a comfortable place to sit, grounding to the floor, grounding to the earth, with your eyes closed, let them relax. Reduce any of the tension that might be in the eyes or behind the eyes or around the eyes. Just relax. Feeling your temples. Noticing, observing if there's any tension there. And letting that go. Coming back to the body. Wiggling your fingers and your toes. Bringing your hands to Namaskar Mudra. Just hands together in the front of your chest. The light bows to the light in you. May you take this energy and bring it with you everywhere you go today. Namaste. Namaste.